A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a whole lot of stories were told. Seriously, it's hard to keep track of everything in the Star Wars universe. Through films, comic books, TV shows, novels, and much, much more, sorting out what is legend, what is canon, and which stories are told from a certain point of view can be a bit tough. We're here to help you sort through that mess and to stay up to date with what's going on in the galaxy. So sit tight, strap in, grab your favorite co-pilot if you want to, and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Ladies, gentlemen, Wookiees of all ages, these are the Holocron Chronicles. Hello there. My name's Mark, aka the Canardian, and you're listening to episode 24 of the Holocron Chronicles. I am so happy to have my co-pilot back. Charlie was out last time, but you're back right now. How you doing, Charlie? Yes, yes. I was out uh, drinking and carousing at a work party for my wife. Uh, you know, and so that was definitely, uh, definitely, it was fun, but it was not worth missing the show. So I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Miss hanging out with my French. Yeah. Canadian, Irish, Norwegian, Canadian brother. <laughs> of course, yeah, we, we missed you, and I think you would have gotten along really well with Mike. You guys have some similar opinions, so we'll have to get Mike back, and yes, uh, and and you guys can just ramble and, and leave me a little out. But uh, this okay, week, great. we are super super happy. This has been a long time coming, and I'm I'm like just grinning ear to ear right now. We have Peanut on the show. You might know her on Twitter as at Ray Skygoat, but uh, we all know her as Peanut. Peanut, how are you doing tonight? Hello. Very happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're, you're so welcome. I, I'm, I'm thrilled that we finally made this work. Uh, you're in the UK. I'm in Canada. Charlie's in the US. Somehow we made it work, and I appreciate you staying up so late to talk Star Wars with us. It's an honor, honestly. Thank. I would stay up later than this for for this amazing podcast. Well, oh my yeah. goodness! Oh, mercy. Thank you I'm very catch, much. Catching the vapors over here, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it because I want to know a little bit more Lovely. about your Star Wars origin story. So, tell us a little bit about one how you got into Star Wars. It's a weird one, I'd say, actually, because it's not your traditional star wars journey it's not it's not one of those things where you know you pass the baton on from your father or your mother right. nothing like that unfortunately so i didn't really grow up with it um and i didn't really give it much attention you know as a kid as a teen whatever it is um i'd like to think it was kind of like the force awakens because i did not care for this franchise movie anything i mean everybody everybody knows star wars right everybody knows Darth right. Vader. you don't live under the rock you know so that's a huge pop culture phenomenon but um it wasn't until around 2019 where um i, f I felt a little intrigued by it um it was a big franchise that i 
I've never dipped my toes in and I wasn't sure why and so I slowly started to just look here and there uh, I have a, a a best friend who's a huge Star Wars fan by the way so she's really been my like Yoda in this whole journey just guiding me through everything and it wasn't until this is um, until I saw the Rise of Skywalker teaser trailer and it's really special to me because it was that one moment where you know you see Rey you see the tie approaching Rey and she just mm. turns around and that one turn there was just so much to it I you know, I turned to my mom. We were watching it in the cinemas or theaters, how you guys would say it. And I was like, "Yep, that's it. I am. I'm coming back for this. I'm gonna be here opening night. I'm coming back." And that's kind of where it started. It was a very, it's like a niche, meet cute, but yeah, I'm just happy. That's where it started. <laughs> like it. A yeah. niche, meet cute. I have yeah. never I heard that. it quite expressed in that fashion. So I will bring mm-hmm. down. I will bring down Shizor to enjoy that with you. So <laughs> Love that. Shizor is in the house. That's awesome. Uh, so that's so you you were drawn in by that trailer. Had yeah. you seen all of the movies up until that point, or just kind of knew about it as a cultural reference? How did you go back and and really get into it? It was definitely a, like like a cultural reference. I'd say my I don't think there were many people in my family that really watched it. Um, it's actually I, I had a few cousins and growing up I think he was a Star Wars fan and my mum and you know my whole family we we would get lightsabers as toys on our birthdays mm. or whatever and I specifically have a memory of going to my cousin's house and you have his windowsill and there was like a little figure and I thought it was a bin I thought it was a bin turns out it was R2D2 which is amazing yeah <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's a fond awesome. memory you know that's 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 a joke that just never goes old. In in the little town where I live, by the grocery store we have in our little shopping district, there was for the longest time a regular mailbox, a regular rectangular United States looking kind of mailbox painted as R two D two, and this was during oh, one wow. of the, during one of the prequel films. So not quite the round, you know, bin shape that you would expect, like a mm-hmm. like a UK bin that you would see yeah. out there, but close enough to say, yeah, they they got it. They definitely they they know where they're going with that. I uh, I love those memes. Every, you'll you'll see them pop up every every now and then. And I saw one the other day that was uh, a trash bin, very rounded top, and just rusty and dilapidated, and held up by two sticks. <laughs> and it was another movie star uh, that is susceptible, you know, was susceptible to to drugs and alcohol kind of thing. Is poor RGB D two? Yeah, it's it's great. But so. So after that, you so you, you knew the cultural reference. Did you go back and watch all the movies once you kind of decided to get into this? Like, what was uh, what was your yeah. your entry point then? So I I gave it a go. I I mean I was there was I was told there was a few ways to to watch it. You know, chronological. You know, start with the originals, whatever it is. Do you incorporate Solo, Rogue One? So I wasn't quite sure, but then I just I had to pick one, and I decided to do it. You know, release order, and. Right. Yeah, so the journey was a bit rocky at the stars, you know. Mm-hmm, some, mm-hmm. It, it wasn't exactly love at first sight with a new hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then I really just got into it. Um, and then I think I really had like a... There was a real nostalgic feel to the original movies, which I liked. I always liked that with any kind of movie, you know, 
having that level of comfort. But it wasn't until I watched the prequels where I really thought this is this is my type of stuff, you know. And yeah, yeah weirdly enough, when I watched the sequels, I I wasn't big, you know, I wasn't really big on it. I wasn't wasn't a huge fan. But you know, over time, rewatched, learned a lot about it, and here we are, just representing all the Star Wars. Excellent. Heck yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Well, we're we're happy that you're you're in the fandom. I for, yes. like like I said before, anyone that doesn't follow you on on Twitter um, is missing out because uh, the Ray, <laughs> Ray Sky Goat and and you have a new one set up just for for video edits. So tell us a little bit about yeah. that before we get into some more Star Wars goodies. Yeah, so I've always been really into just yeah, my amateur sort of video editing, but. Um, uh, I, I think I had a I had an old Twitter account before this one. It was actually suspended because of a, a video edit. Um, darn copyrights, but mm. um, I really got Ain't into it. it. They're the worst, honestly. They just I know somebody's trying to make money or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> uh, you know, where's the beef? Exactly. Like I'm I'm editing over here. Come on, but seriously, <laughs> you know, over here. You got it. Honestly, it, it was a pain, but um. I decided to get up and running again because I feel like people really appreciate it on Twitter and, 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 you know, it was nice, uh, but I'm really enjoying like, just like making edits again, but it's really Excellent. fun. Yeah. You're, you're amazingly good at it. I was watching, uh, I think the latest one just earlier today and uh, just your, your edits are so smooth and so quick Thank and you. the way you, you put things together and, and lay things out. It's like, do you, you must have it in your head, like exactly what it has to look like, or because you you'd spend years looking for the right clip at the right time. So like, yeah, you, I, just watching how you progress things or like how things go in the video, it's it's laid out so well and mm-hmm. beat to beat. It's it's uh you're you're on just that next level of of kind of like smoothness that that I think people, if you want to get into making edits or doing videos and that kind of stuff, like watch your stuff because you'll learn thank you so much yeah, yeah. honestly that's that's so nice i mean i'm i'm, I'm blushing a little bit that was a great question, <laughs> we know why your camera's off now anyone watching the video version we had some exactly. uh, we have now some camera you know. issues with peanut but uh now you know but uh you're yeah there we go you're, you're you can hide behind the the no camera uh let's get back to star wars for a second speaking of edits and uh, and stuff what's your favorite full edited movie What's your? That's a weird Ooh, way to say that. What's your yeah. favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, see, it's a, it's one of those things where it just, I can never be really sure. Okay, actually, do you know what? That's a lie. Actually, let's rewind that. But yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've come to a bit of a conclusion where I feel like my top four movies, let's just say, they're quite definitive. Like, I feel like it's. Number one is probably Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, if I had to pick, probably right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Just, and what, yeah. I'm, I'm curious, what were the other yeah. the other three that you had? Because you have, <laughs> you said just definitive top four. Like, come on, we gotta we gotta go. So, oh, it's like, so controversial, Mark. Honestly, oh, that's yes. what I love. No, well, that's that's what we're we're here to get into the grit, into, Ooh, the, into yeah. the bone. Let's get it's, into the bone. Oh okay. gosh, honestly. Well, here's a slight warning. For anyone that might just you know get a bit shocked well it's actually next up is rise of skywalker i think it's more Ooh. so thank you see wow the crowd <laughs> goes wild love that 
<laughs> give it up for Rise of Skywalker, honestly. Yeah, um, oh my goodness. It comes from more of a comforting place. I thought, mm, I feel like I put Revenge of the Sith first because it's, um, I really like the storytelling and I, I think it's a great movie all around, just like modern Shakespeare, that movie, honestly. Mm. Just, you know, pat yourself on the back, George Lucas, that's all I can say. But, you know, then it has to be uh, Rise of Skywalker for me because it's it's the movie that really pulled me into Star Wars. I wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for that movie. You know, when you think about it, when you pull it back. And then it's Empire Strikes Back and The Force Awakens. So it's a, it's a mix oh. of everything. Awesome. That yeah. is, awesome that is, that's a spectacular, uh, I would say, way to kind of turn that on your ear from, again, a, a traditional fan. Now, again, my story, mm. extremely briefly, is that I, I was born in the late 1970s, a year before uh, the original film came out. I was born in 1976. First film mm. I ever recall seeing in the theater was my father and my brother and I seeing The Empire Strikes Back in 1980. So wow. that is really, and then from there it was Raiders of the Lost Ark the next year because oh Han Solo's got a new job, so my mom took us to see that, and so <laughs> and so from there, yes, I had this in playing with the action figures and losing them in the sand or whatever the playground. So I am a very Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc pit. Mark yeah. Mark is a few years younger than me. Mark had the VHS experience, but it was after wow. uh, after the cinematic release of the original film. So yeah, we've had the the privilege uh, in doing the show in the last. God, Mark, have we doing, been doing this for almost a year, a year now? Almost. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm talking to a lot of a very much younger fans that have these mm. radically different uh, perspectives on the films and what they mean to them. We got people who grew up in the prequel era. We got we talked to a guy a few uh, weeks ago who is the the, the your uh, your countryman who's a big Toronto Raptor. Oh, Omar. oh, really? Omar, Omar had never was, seen a movie up until this summer. Right, oh, so wow. he was coming with the, and we recorded this in the summer. He was like, "Yeah, I watched like the first movie like a month ago or something." We were yeah. like, "What I, are we, you we talking had to put, about?" Put his episode off so he could watch them all because he was like, yeah. "I'm doing a binge." Because we did a Rocket League uh, tournament together, and oh, wow. uh, we just got to talking about like podcasting and different things. And I was like, "Yeah, aside from video games, I like do the Star Wars thing." He's like, "I'm just starting those movies. I've never seen a single one." But and I was like, "You got to oh, wow!" Out. Like that that yeah, has right. to happen. Like that's like the one had... thing you never say to a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it it's, was. It's, uh, it's amazing. Okay. You never say it's okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's so we know your favorite movies and you have a great mix there. Do you have any favorite characters? Any anyone that stands out above the rest? I'm guessing. Ooh. Uh, do you, any guesses? Uh, could From have something to do with an R E to the Y. Ooh. Could Maybe. Be. Very close. Maybe. Very close. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, okay. again, it's it's just like the movie. I think it's a mix of um, a well-written character. I, I mean, I think they're all well-written, but um, I think in terms of storyline, I'd say, you know, Anakin, who has such a brilliant woven story um, throughout all six movies, nine movies, whatever anyone wants mm -hmm. to say, whether his arc continues after six. Um, but it's just so tragic and so beautiful at the same time, and it's so... Um, meant to be that he was this fallen Jedi turned Vader. I just thought it was so poetic, so amazing and and you know amazing amazingly portrayed by Hayden Christensen or, you know, in the Clone Wars, wherever. I just think a well rounded character, just amazing. And then of course Ray, my beloved Daisy Ridley, mm. British, you know, what more can you say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the fact that he's so uh... yeah. 
That's my nice. my very close friend John, he was the other guy that started the the secret friends with us back in college. Who's our other college roommate? Has always been in love with Daisy Ridley. Says I'll just watch yeah. her and I'll watch her read the phone book. I just don't care. And I'm like, okay, I, I feel, <laughs> I got you, I got you. I, I can't argue with that. She's uh, she's fantastic. Yeah. She's uh, so based on what you've said, I'm not 100% sure how you're going to go with this, but I, I think mm. I know. Okay. Light side or dark side? Ooh. Light, I light, light, light roast or dark roast? <laughs> Do you know what? It depends on the day. <laughs> I think that's the answer for, yeah. for most of us, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, how are you feeling today? Depends on how the swords are crossed. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I, so I loved Envisions where you get the kyber crystals that react to the person and and kind of shift like mood rings kind of thing. Because I think we'd all have a red lightsaber day once in a while. Like I think, you know, you just, you have that kind of a a day or a week or whatever that you're just, by the end of it, you're just feeling like, you know what? I think I'm, I think I could kill a room full of younglings today. Uh, or you know, or on, or on other days, you know, and this will be sailing if you live and uh, in the East Coast here in the U.S., you could ki- kill a room full of Yinglings, which is the name of a beer. Oh wow! Because Yinglings. because because quite frankly, uh, anybody who lives in uh, Pennsylvania, Delco, uh, Maryland, uh, will probably understand Ooh. what I'm talking about. All right. Got to visit Pennsylvania now, don't I? <laughs> <There> we <go. laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get a care package of yinglings together for you and you can kill them. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Uh, well, okay. So a little bit about you, but I, I want to dive a little bit more into your story because you've, you've talked on Twitter a few times uh, and I know we've, we've talked um, yeah. through messages about your experience uh, being a female Star Wars fan, but also being a Muslim star wars yeah. fan um yeah. so tell tell us a little bit about that experience and what it's like for you um just kind of on a on a daily basis i know we've we've had some women on here um yeah and and you know people from various backgrounds but uh i'd, I'd love to get your your experience and your what what it's what it's been like you know from from your angle uh getting into star wars yeah I mean, I have to say the one thing that really pulled me in about this this world, this galaxy, and, you know, the, the fans of Star Wars was how diverse it is in terms of who consumes the media. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. so phenomenal to me how, like, people of just array of backgrounds just, you know, love this thing so much. And I feel like in terms of the franchise we do have a long way to go in terms of being, you know, inclusive, diverse, you know, that's a given. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't eradicate how much good it has done because when you strip it down to me being a female Star Wars fan, I can happily say, for me at least, that I feel, repre- I feel represented, yeah, I feel seen, you know, because, you know, it was a female actress or and a female character who ultimately introduced me to this whole other galaxy that I've had the pleasure of exploring these last few years, and just, you know, these amazing characters that, you know, I never knew before in film, in media. You know, you have Ahsoka Tano, you had the wonderful Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, you mm. know, Padme, you know. So I think as a female, it's 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 beautiful, you know, I think. And I feel like it's always developing. You have a big thing with Phasma, for example. And there was, you know, I remember Gwendolyn talking in an interview about how it really 
the uh, her armor is symbolism of just Star Wars really breaking through these these types of you know stereo stereotypes and how she wasn't sexualized through her outfit, for example, you know. So that was very interesting to me as well. On you know, it's so diverse in terms of their roles within society. So I I think I really resonated with that as a new fan in terms of mm-hmm. you know females. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. it's good to. I mean, like like you said, there's there's still a long way to go, and there's still a lot of mm-hmm. things that need to be addressed. But if you're saying that you know it's getting better, and you can tell that it's getting better, I think that's that's moving at least in a good direction. Yeah. Right. I right. Agree. And beca- and because and even in so much that statement that it's very organic, it's not like oh you're being spoon mm-hmm. fed this diversity. It's just. It comes out, and we're seeing this in all kinds of. And again, I, I bring everything back to Star Trek. I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> why the hell are you doing on the show, Carden? Um, but the Star Trek show is is my, my my biggest contribution to our network. And of course, I'm yeah. a Star Trek fan from age ten. Uh, not as long as I've been a Star Wars fan, but Star Wars was always very bleh, bland back in the day until you know we get it re- revitalized in the 90s and the 2000s and then everything that's coming between these stronger female characters uh you're seeing alien characters which are perhaps more representative of uh races outside of like well here's here's one white guy and one white girl and that's what we got Agreed. so seeing different actors that and again it's something that can be identified with with people who are non-white god forbid but just the you know the vitriol of people who can't accept that always blows my mind and it's the same thing in star trek you know when you had a show that in the 1960s had a female black cast member and had a male asian cast member and uh, so on and so forth and people were like well this is fine but now there's a black woman who's burr, 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 burr. it's just a <laughs> You're never going to please the old crusties, you know, by trying to move things Definitely. forward into a modern world. So I, I, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, for sure. Um, what what kind of representation would you like to see going forward? Like you said, you know, there there's still some ways to go. Is there anything that stands out like that you haven't seen that you'd love to see in Star Wars? Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'd say when it comes to Muslim representation in Star Wars, it is a much bigger issue. And I've always been very outspoken about this topic um, in terms of the representation we already have in Star Wars that represents, you know, people of Islamic faith. Um, And we just need to, in general, just look at the industry that we're in, you know, and we want to... I do want to talk about specifically Riz Ahmed, who we all know plays Bodhi, Rogue One, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. who is, you know, our first, you know, Muslim portrayal of characters or whatever you know and i feel like even then you know there's so much that came there's so much weight i remember him saying that he was actually going to a star wars comic con or or something where he actually got stopped in the airport because you know he thought he was a bit shifty which wasn't so great you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know it, it just isn't it's layers of things it's not just a representation in the media it's it's in general, it's everywhere, you know, the bottom line is we're underrepresented, you know, mm. and stereotyped. And this is an actual, you know, a stat that 1.1 of the characters portrayed in, in movies, where they actually did a, a, um, a project on this, 1.1 uh, of them are Muslim, which is insane because we are like a quarter of the world's population, you know, so I oh, do feel right. that's insane, yeah. 
Yeah. Global global entertainment requires global representation because exactly. that's something that that's something that that Todd, who is my my co-host, who helped started this network, uh, always Todd is always talking about oh the the box office in China, the box office in China is so big, and these things are big in China, and that things are big in China, and 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 again, it just becomes to be more of a factor. But again, it's re- you'll, you'll see it in movies of all kinds, representation, including more things that will be appealing to an international audience normalizes over time because it should be normalized over time because mm-hmm. again we are all again back to star trek a very human family you know what i mean so we yeah. should have that kind of representation and you should be able to love bodhi rook riz ahmed as a noble rebel hero uh and yeah. just and, and and see it and see it regardless of oh, the color of his skin and mm-hmm. another one of the characters was you know of asian descent and and this and that and again it's from a galaxy far far away but much like with uh battlestar galacto which i keep needling mark about mark you gotta watch this you know it was it was it was a precursor of humanity which i've always felt that maybe star wars and maybe battlestar galactica maybe it's the same universe and they just haven't run into each other because mm-hmm. all the characters are inherently human they speak english and exactly. they have the same uh basically different uh skin colors that that you know i say or i wouldn't call them races because they're they're not identified that way but yeah. uh, they essentially have the same you know shading it's different you have people who have uh more olive skin yellow skin uh, dark black brown skin you know so we're all we're all a humanity family of man going out to the stars. So mm-hmm. embrace it because it's not going anywhere. It's a, it's just going to get bigger and better in this case. It's going to be a better. Yeah, thing. yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think you said it perfectly in the sense that at the end of the day, we're all just humans. You know, we shouldn't right. really be portrayed a certain way. You know, for example, we shouldn't be portrayed as you know perpetrators of violence, for example, because of what's happened in the real world. You right. know, and I feel like I you know for example there is a lot of controversy around Barris, the character of Barris in the clone wars mm-hmm. um obviously you know she's a muslim coded jedi um or character sorry and you know she obviously at the end we know what happens she mm-hmm. frames ahsoka labeled a terrorist so i think things like that really have an effect on the people who are watching you know and we also need to recognize how heavily influenced star wars is by you know arab and islamic culture Mm-hmm. You know, from the garments of the Jedi, the ways of life, to even the planets, you know, like, for example, Jeddah, Arabic mm-hmm. city, you know, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. you know, you have headscarves from Star Wars, you know, Padme's, you know, you have Jedi robes, you have M- M- Mustafar, you know, which is literally, you know, mm-hmm. the prophet was, was you know, called Mustafar because, you know, he was the chosen one, so... You know, I love I'm, the- I'm, yeah. I'm getting off the show and I'm turning Rogue One on as soon as I'm Honestly, yeah, I'm getting you've a lot of... Kind of... You've just kind of fired me up because it's funny. My wife is is uh, taking a class right now for the next six months, four hours a night, three nights a week. So I'm not going to see her until bedtime. So that gives me time to watch Rogue One. And that's what I'm going to do. Perfect. Yeah, or, you can, or you can join us for our Star Wars saga rewatch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Good time I, to play I, that. I think we can make that. It, it, you know what? It, it's not like I wouldn't watch it a second, third, fourth, 57th time watching that <laughs> and all of the movies since I was, you know, four years old. And you I still can, love it. I absolutely. can take it. Yes, absolutely. So what do, do you think uh, it's it's starting to slightly get better? We we see Kamala from the MCU jumping over to a different Disney property for a second. She's getting her own show and she's going to be in the next uh, Captain Marvel movie. Uh, strong Muslim character. 
seems to be pretty well loved by the fan wonderful, base. The, the, uh, the video I, game I last year was based mm-hmm. pretty much solely around her bringing the Avengers back together. Mm-hmm. Um, are you excited for, for projects like that? Uh, at all or and you think they'll kind of hopefully people see that and then you know be more open to things in star wars or other franchises definitely i think the the hope is that it gets the board rolling you know in the right direction we have so many you know talented actors and actresses you know that are not even just muslim you know maybe south asian i myself am you know british pakistani muslim so kamala khan is literally you know, my cup of tea right there, you know, she's Pakistani-American, 16-year-old. When I was 16-year-old, I would have loved to have seen someone like that being portrayed, you know, in, in media, in mainstream media. So I'm just glad younger teens, specifically Muslim teens, have someone to look at and think, you know, wow, that's me. I'm being represented. She's just like my sister. She's just like mm-hmm. my mother, et cetera, right. et cetera. And, and so, she's yeah. an enormously popular character for that exact reason. Yes. You know, if you if you give people a, a hero or a character at all that they can look at them, like great example. I was I I was four years old and had blonde hair and blue eyes. So who was my favorite Star Wars character? Luke Skywalker. Exactly. Because he he looked like me. It's the exact same thing, you know, and and I'm not saying there aren't other people out there, you know, or my brother had, uh, you know, uh, blue hair and uh, had blue hair. He had blue eyes and brown hair, so he loved Han Solo. So, you know, and I'm sure there was some really hairy kid, Italian kid out there who loved Chewbacca. Exactly. That's that's what that is. That's right. We just just finished watching The Sopranos. I know. That's very, Uh, that's very presidential to the italian <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh man we're talking about representation with with people of all you just compared italians to <laughs> wookies this is uh the italians are asleep they're asleep <laughs> I think I'm in trouble. I think I'm in trouble. We'll see. We'll see if we get some hate tweets in the long run. There we go. I'm sure that's. Uh, well, you, you already mentioned it, so I, I think this might be a good time to explain to everyone what you're doing with uh, with the rewatch project. So you've got Okairo, who's been on the show a couple of times, and and really kind of defined what Holocon Chronicles turned into. Uh, mm-hmm. So we always love anytime we can mention him or or uh, or bring him back, really. And uh, and I'm sure he'll be back before too long. Uh, Robbie, Chloe, you... Did I miss anyone there? So Daniel. The four yes. Sure. Senator yes. Amidala. Daniel. Yes. 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 Um, so yeah, explain this project a little. What you guys are doing. Honestly, I could just talk about the, the four of those amazing people. Like, just go off and on we've, a tangent. And we've had two of them on the show. I think Robbie is They're lovely. Robbie's, They're lovely. Robbie's lined up to come on. Yep. Yeah, Robbie exactly. is very excited. I, I just uh, Not to go off on a tangent, but he was just messaging me. He was like, oh, I heard about this. Were you? Did you have a part to play? I was like, no. What? Get out of oh, here. Yeah. Oh, we're, Mark, we're turning into a cottage industry overseas. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to have Robbie on for sure. And, and I'd be happy to get the rest of them on too. Uh, so if anyone's listening, open invitation. DM yes, me. Please. please. Always. Yeah. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So I think it was just a, a thing where we, the four or five of us, we sat down and just we we realized we have so much in common. And the one thing was that we wanted to watch Star Wars together, you know. Uh, but we wanted to enjoy it with everyone on on Twitter, on Discord, or wherever it is. And you know, they have such huge followings. You know, they're hitting nine k, ten k, and we realized that you know you really have an influence on Twitter and to just do a good thing because we know how divisive Twitter is. We don't really need to explain that much. You know, there's you know things when it comes to opinions or 
certain things you don't like or is in your canon, whatever. And we just thought, why not just get everyone together? Just still watch the movie. You know, you can't really watch it in theatres or cinemas because, you know, COVID, time zones, you know, the fact that we're on Twitter and not with each other in real life. So I think just getting everyone together in a Discord and just watching the movie would be amazing. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is, the Star Wars Saga rewatch. And we started with um, The Phantom Menace, and now we are approaching our fourth film, mm-hmm. which is actually a special edition because we decided to add in Rogue One due to popular demand. Uh, and oh, it's yeah. been a success. It's been oh, it's yeah. been such a pleasure watching the movies with other Star Wars fans and just like mm-hmm. getting all the memes out there. <laughs> yeah. It's a great Discord channel to 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 go in as well. Is, I, I I'm part of it, even though I haven't been able to coordinate times to actually fully join a rewatch. I did jump in yeah. to uh, to one of the voice chats. But mm-hmm. I haven't been able to do like start to finish, you know, three, two, one. Let's start her up. Um, yeah. But it's it's such a fun project, and I love that you guys are doing it, and that it's it's Thank got you. such success that, yeah. like I said, the Discord's kind of popping, and people are excited about it. People want to extend it further than you guys planned and watch yeah. all of the movies rather than just like the nine core movies or whatever. Like I think yeah. uh, I think it's fantastic, and you've kind of. Um, influenced something that charlie and i'll will do and we're that's kind of how we're getting robbie <laughs> on so we won't right, spoil right. that yet but uh but i, I did also want to touch on when we were talking we were leading up to this you mentioned kind of taking your foot off the gas a little bit there hasn't been too yeah. much to get you excited other than the rewatch project which kind of comes and goes there's no real new projects you know bad batch is over we're all waiting for book of boba fett um and you mentioned taking your foot off the gas and i thought i thought like that's kind of a good topic to touch on because yeah. we come back to this every two weeks and this helps me stay excited, you know, doing yeah. this podcast. Um, so what do you, what do you think? How do you feel about taking your foot off the gas? I think it's, it can kind of be a good thing, but like how, how did you feel about it? Like when you were, and, and are you starting to come back now that we're seeing some news, the rewatch projects back on, like you're starting this new editing, this, this new edit mm-hmm. account and all that kind of stuff. Like, are you feeling yourself stepping back in? But um, first off, I guess, yeah. Like, how did you feel taking a break? I think it's, it's honestly, um, it's a, it's a very balanced thing in the sense that, well, Star Wars is actually a huge part of my everyday life because I'm, you know, if I'm not watching it, I'm talking about it, right? Uh, you know, that's 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 my life now, guys. Honestly, nice. yeah. That gets a uh, Ben Solo. Oh yeah, I, I like that. You nailed you the pose, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Practice. <laughs> watching the movies 500 times you finally nail it but yeah i mean i feel like my honeymoon period with star wars twitter was kind of over in the sense that it was it was a whole like i watched the movies i immediately went on to you know social media to talk about it and it was quite a sensory overload Mm. in the sense that i was talking about 24 7 i was gaining followers i was just like talking to as many people and you know i eventually got up to like 4,000 followers, whatever it was, just talking and talking and talking. And eventually I was just like tired, you know, and I thought, let me mm-hmm. just take a, let me sit in the back seat for a bit, you know, and just really enjoy it. Cause I do think social media can get very overwhelming in terms of, um, let's just say putting it nicely, getting into debates over Star Wars, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to sit back, just realize mm-hmm and think about why you love the movies and just right. doing really cool projects like the Star Wars Saga rewatch and just, yeah, 
I, I like and I like where Star Wars is at right now. It's you know, it's mm. not too much. We don't have crazy amount of movies coming coming out, but we have a lot to look forward to, which is great. Absolutely. That's that I and I agree with that perspective. I have, and I've said this certainly on over on Secret Friends, our our Papa show, is that my my fandom tends to exist in in kind of a triangle. I'm mm-hmm. a comic book guy, Marvel comic guy, going back to my first Star Wars comic when I was six years old. It was Star Wars number 60, the original Marvel run. And and it, years later, I discovered Spider-Man, and I've, I've never stopped reading comics. Star mm-hmm. Trek is the big papa. I mean, it inspired me doing the show. Uh, I've seen every episode dozens of times, the movies even more dozens of times. I am somebody who I feel like I could stand with Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek at the Pearly Gates, and and duke it out. I, I, I feel like I'm that knowledgeable. And, the, and then I bop on over to Star Wars. And I tend to go inside, and then other little things fit in there. You know, Battlestar Galactica, I love. Yeah. Uh, you know, other little shows here and there. Um, but I, I tend to I shift, and in some ways, it's almost seasonal. For a long time, the end of the year was Star Wars for me because that's when those movies were coming out, and it was, it was what I was all about. I was, you know, flashing my rebel symbol everywhere, <laughs> and I was, you know, doing that. As but you it's, it's funny because now doing a podcast, I'm on Secret Friends, uh, which is our general general pop culture podcast podcast i do that with todd uh every week mm-hmm. uh, i'm on the sh- i'm on this show with mark every other week and then i do uh i do code 47 the star trek show uh with <laughs> arguably a rotating a cast of people we're in a little bit of a state of flux uh-huh. but i'm I, it's funny because i'm always touching everything constantly now and so my triangle is kind of dissolving uh, yeah. But again, it's not like, I, oh, I got to have a Star Wars movie on because I'm talking about Star Wars this week. It's like it's always mm-hmm. in my brain floating. And so it's mm-hmm. like Mar- Mark and I are very stream of consciousness. It's not like we script this out. It's not a yeah. flow document, but we're not like, oh, I got to say this thing or that thing. It's just kind of say what comes to my very mind. You know, and you, you say this and I'm going to come back and say, well, for myself, I feel X, Y, Z. You know, so yeah. yeah, for me, my my triangle has kind of been kind of crushed into a, a a pile of dust, and it's all it's all quantum leapy. It's all stuck together in different spots. There's another reference for you. If you never watched that show, please do. Quantum Leap, <laughs> Scott Bakula, wonderful program. Putting that on my list as we speak. Please yeah. do. No, great, great, timeless program that I would that, that has aged incredibly well. I really like it. So anyway, great. yeah. So I I feel you there. But anyway, that, I, that 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 that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I also find uh, with uh, with with social media specifically can make or break fandoms, whether if it's too toxic or. On the other side of things, even if it is really nice, but I find you can kind of get caught up in that social media trapping of like, you see Mm -hmm. someone with 4,000 followers and you have X amount of followers and it's like, okay, well, how do I get up to there? And then it just becomes almost a job to, to, to keep doing that and to keep climbing that ladder. And, and it, it, you know, you kind of burn yourself out on yeah. the fandom and the content and everything else. And it just becomes this rat race and you hit a certain point and then it's like this point of diminishing returns maybe that you're just kind of like, oh, well, why did I do that? And maybe I should step back. So uh, not yeah. saying that you should and you're like seconds away from hitting 1,700 followers, I think, on your, your yeah. race guy to go to count. So congrats. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's, we're rebuilding. Uh, yeah. 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 Rebuilding. The, the rebuild think, after your account yeah. got taken down is, is yeah, timeless. Sadly. I think we'd be excited to have a tenth of that over on the Secret Friends uh, Twitter, but we are working on it. <laughs> um, I'm inching towards, and actually, I have to thank you for, for giving me the retweet. I'm inching towards that 600 number, so uh, we're slow and steady. 
We'll, we'll Happy get to. We'll get there. Uh, so all, thank all you. A good time. Uh, so, so like we said, there, there are some things that may be getting you to put your foot back on the gas and get excited again. Uh, yeah. We've got the rewatch project. We've got some exciting news. So did any of this kind of like spark your interest? We'll start off with, I think the big one. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess based on your favorite characters <laughs> that this one got you a little excited. Hayden Christensen uh, back for the Ahsoka series. Holy crap. Uh, what, what were your first thoughts on this one, Peanut? Do you know what my first thought was? God, I wish I was going to the Comic Con in Birmingham. Oh. Yes. Honestly, oh. I really there's so many that. pictures and stuff. Yeah, amazing. I he was is, he he is going to be at um, a show in Chicago in mm-hmm. Dece- Chicago, Illinois, which is about two and three hours from where I live yeah. uh, in December, early December. Uh, and I'm joining Todd and John, who I previously mentioned. It's the first time that the three of us college roommates have been in the same place at the same time in over 20 years. Oh and wow! Hayden Christensen is a guest at that show, um, so I am sure that I may glimpse him if i hold my phone up and zoom it in real quick yeah the, the line <laughs> the lines in a show like that are like a foot football field an american football field long yeah um so wow. you got about you got about no chance of of physically seeing him yeah but yeah he, he will be there you'll feel his presence Yes. I will. Yeah, he's yes. strong will, with the force. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, for better, or for worse. Let's just say. Uh, yeah. So, how do you guys think this is going to work? Do you think it's going to be pure flashbacks, or you think we're going to see a young Anakin Force Ghost kind of reconciling I mean, things with Ahsoka? How do you want this to go? We actually tackled this on SFU, which we recorded yesterday. That'll be out Friday. This comes out Wednesday. So plug, 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 plug in the network. Plug in the network. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, I think it could be an equal chance of maybe it's Force Ghost that's tagging along with her, a la Obi-Wan and Luke. That could totally make sense. I mean, I would think that if they're moving her forward from when we saw her largely uh, in The Mandalorian, she's continuing her search for Thrawn. So she's out to the Unknown Regions. Maybe eventually that's going to get us to see uh, a live-action Ezra Bridger. But could certainly be some flashbacks, but there's not going to be any... I, I just don't see how there would be anything black clad Vader related that you would really care about. Cause that could, that could be me. I mean, Hayden Christensen <laughs> and I are about the same height. So yeah. you know, put me in that suit and it, it would be the same because it's not really acting. And it's not Sold. really a portrayal. So it would after it would have to be some sort of flashback. But again, Rosario Dawson is an, is an adult version of Ahsoka. So a flashback would have to be a teenage version of Ahsoka. So that doesn't really work. I saw some fan casting from, um, oh shoot, her name's escaping me. It's the girl who played Liz in Spider-Man. I believe it's Laura. Oh, I know the girl played, oh, played. Oh, I know the girl, African-American gal. um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Was, was, what's her name? That's gonna anyway. I'll move on from there. Yeah. So, so Peanut, that, what that, what are you yeah, hoping uh, that will how how we're gonna see Hayden in this hmm. one? Well, yeah, I mean, there there is a lot of ambiguity around the show, um, and I think I I mean, my bet is that you know we could even get an episode where maybe you know Ahsoka is in a bit of a a difficult situation, or maybe she doesn't know how to go about things or how to continue on her journey, whether it's you know finding Thrawn. Ezra whatever it is and maybe in that moment in time or in that specific episode she needs you know some guidance and 
the you know the one person that appears to her is Anakin. You know, maybe it's the first time he appears as a Force ghost, whatever. I think I'd ju- I I would really like that. Just mm-hmm. see in that sense. You know, I think I'd prefer mm-hmm. that over uh, over a flashback because I think um, it would be great to see you know their relationship post mm-hmm. his death. Yeah. I and and I could certainly see it either way, but yeah, yeah, to to do a flashback, you would again have to recast Ahsoka uh, as someone younger because de-aging her sounds like it would be kind of too much trouble to deal with. Or the, the mm. force the, the force ghost piece of it totally works, yeah, um, because you know that Anakin became a force ghost because we saw him in the special edition yeah. uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi, so he's definitely kind of out there kicking it uh, in the force ghost world. So yep, yeah. living it up. I, I will be so interested to see kind of how this turns out, and I would imagine this is if this is filming now or it's being cast now that we're gonna that I would put this at the outset of two years that we're gonna see this uh, yeah, on broadcast. Sadly. So, yeah, I will. You know, it is the, the the production length is so long for this kind of stuff that yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be waiting around. I, we're just yeah. we're, we're all gonna find out mm-hmm. here for the long haul. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hoping the same. I, I'd love to see both, honestly, a mix of Force Ghost and maybe some flashbacks or something like that. Uh, I, you know, you have them, use them. Um, the more yeah. Hayden Christensen we get there, and uh, we know he's going to be in Obi Wan. So let's, just a kind of a Hayden Christensen resurgence. I love it. Uh, I think, uh, right. you know, Bringing I think the, back. the prequels got a lot of flack for a few years, and uh, it's nice to see mm-hmm. them. Uh, getting getting some respect and, and getting some hype and uh, people taking it as good news when these these people and actors and characters are returning so it's it's great uh, and speaking of returning characters this is like breaking news right before we started recording <laughs> yeah. I broke it it's me I did it <laughs> Charlie Charlie stuck this one in the 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 flow document and uh, I'm that. excited so Andy Circus joining. Yep. The Andor series. How insane is that? What what the hell? I know. What isn't this guy? And he's like Samuel L. Jackson in the early 2000s. What <laughs> isn't this guy? <laughs> he is kind of getting you know what I mean? yeah. And uh, that was and, and I apologize for harkening back to that terrible, you know, family guy joke. But uh yeah, so I mean, but Andy Circus <laughs> in this article will go on to illustrate that he is a complete chameleon both in the physical presence and then in the CGI presence. So he's been mm-hmm. he's been everything to everybody. Um you know, we might look at this ostensibly and say, you know, as a, you know, you're talking prequel, you're, you're talking just, you know, the in-between quill era, you know, just right around, you know, Cassie and Andor's time period, which is, you know, three to five to zero years before A New Hope. It was basically yeah. when he was functioning. Um, you know, how are you going to stick Snoke in there? I don't, I, I, I would find it hard to believe that this would be Snoke related because mm-hmm. Snoke was a construct of Palpatine, which happened in the unknown regions post Return of the Jedi. So I'm going to put my money down that this is going to be an original character. Uh, because again, Circus mm-hmm. has not appeared as himself Agreed. in a Star Wars production. You've seen him obviously in the MCU. He was Ulysses Clow in that, in the Black Panther, in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my money is going to say he is going to be a physical repre- representation of himself or potentially CGI'd up in some fashion, but it's not going to be Snoke. I just, I just don't, don't really see how that's possible. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a bit too early. Yeah, either way, he's a talent. You know, it's a great addition to Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Great addition. Go. I yeah, and I wonder, like they they could go with a completely, like you said, he's he's kind of a chameleon or a chameleon. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, he, could, uh, he, he really he could just provide the voice and some mocap to some other aliens characters whatever he's um you know he's he's really good with voices and like the the person in hollywood for for mocap and that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. so we could really see him do anything it, we we might yeah. not get human andy circus at all we could get cgi um you know, crazy alien looking kind of thing. He could, you know, be, be the a Bendu's droid cousin. He could be a droid. He yeah. could, whatever, right? Like it's could, like Alan Tudyk. Like he could play yeah, anything, right? Couldn't anybody be a droid? Let's face it. I mean, yeah, I, I might have already been a droid, and you don't even know about it. Exactly, think, be a droid think right about now. It. Uh, <laughs> think about <laughs> They're it. They're taking over. That's it. Um, like I just uh, so we had Moana on. Uh, for my son earlier and then that kind of on disney plus it was like watch uh frozen so we were like let's watch the opening 15 minutes of frozen and alan tudyk does two different voices he does the chicken in uh in moana and then he does the the duke of weaselton in frozen or weselton weselton yes so two very diverse voice actor and he reminds me of andy circus so you could see him like just andy circus's star wars and it's like 15 different characters that he voices all of them and and they all just talk to one another and it's just him in a sound booth just talking to himself for two hours it just (laughs) circles me back to uh, a simpsons reference which i choose to never uh give up on simpsons reference lunch lady doris who says i get two paychecks this way (laughs) i love that because she's she, she's the school nurse and she's uh, serving food in the cafeteria. That's I get two paychecks this way. Exactly. Uh, so the only other real Star Wars news that popped up, and I know Charlie's not a big Star Wars or uh, Star, bu- bu- a bu- video bu- game bu- fan, but he is a Star bu- Wars Lego video game fan. This so I thought is this was my relevant. wheelhouse. I'm listening. I'm listening. Tell me about it. Star Wars Castaways, Apple Arcade exclusive online multiplayer. You build your own character and go through little adventures and mini games with your friends. This sounds fun. I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of pumped and like. Uh, but I gotta play it on my phone or your that's, iPad oof. or your well, Apple yeah, TV. Or iPad, that, exactly. That's where I get stuck because I like to, you know, the only console thing I, I enjoy is with my PlayStation is to have the controller because I right. I hate ask anybody who knows me I hate this shit the tiny the tiny typing drives me insane. Wait, hold, I got wait. look at these big thumbs. Hold wait wait a second. Does no one ever told you you can hook a PS4 controller up to your phone or your iPad? See, how, how do I do that, buddy? We'll fix you up. Don't worry about it. I okay. only play iPhone, like iPad games. Like this big, massive screen right here is only used with controllers. I hook my Xbox controller up, and it and is I, fantastic. And I, I will revisit an expression uh, to you from Saint Clair Church, Michigan native Dave Coulier. Cut it out, Dave Coulier. You don't know that oh, one. Legend. I met Cut Dave Coulier. I met Dave Coulier in Saint Clair Shores, which is where our family business was when I was eighteen. He came in to buy some. We uh, we had a camera shop. He came in to buy some film. So oh there's, wow! There's, there's my brush with greatness. Yes. Right. Yeah, I went and through a huge is, Full House phase, so I loved. Oh my! Him. He, didn't really. he, he was about this. Yeah. He was about this tall. He was a little guy, <laughs> but he was. He did the celebrity thing. He had a hat on. He had shaved, and he was like the disguise. I'm like, oh. yeah. I'm like, you're Dave Coulier, and he was like, probably like fuck. <laughs> Damn it, he caught me. That's like when Ben Affleck was here. Someone recognized him in a gas station, and he was just like, oh, wow. Batman? And he was just like, ah, shit, the hat didn't work. He he was on the island, and you guys have gas? 
Yeah, yeah. He was gonna. He was visiting the uh, the monastery on the other side of the island. Oh, the, very the good. That's awesome. Stuff uh, there. Um, you gotta love celebrity science. After, uh, after his divorce, he, he needed some spiritual guidance from our monks. Oh, good deal. Uh, so you're gonna get me playing uh, this game, is what you're oh, telling yeah, me? So I can, absolutely. I can build my. How is this any different than like building my character in just like any one of the other Lego games? Just a new. It's just like, kind of a new take. It seems that there's yeah going to be some fun mini games. They haven't released a ton of information other than it's going to be available. I think in november um, quite quick very quick yeah. yeah and apple seems to be getting these like star wars lego exclusives they got the uh mm. battle shoot what's that one was called um battle something yeah it's like a tower defense yeah. game or something isn't it um i can't remember what that one's called but it's uh another exclusive to apple arcade so they keep getting uh maybe it's just star wars battles hold on Gotcha. All right. Yes, research, it is Star Wars Battles. I just research, opened it up on research my Research bots. Engage. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like it's it's such a weird place to be for a Star Wars fan. Like you think um, you're going with Jedi Fallen Order or something on PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. Or like you know, Battlefront right. Two. That like Amazing. those are the Star Wars games. Where like right. They keep nailing these things on like Apple Arcade and like mobile devices, and it's kind of like a cool, fun place to be. So Peanut, lastly. Okay. Do you play any uh, video games? And is this one of interest to you? Do I? God. <laughs> do, do I? I knew the answer to that one just because we've been trying to play Fortnite together, but I wanted to yeah. pose it as a question for, you know, more interest. But yes. Uh, yeah, so, that's the so whole kind of one. Is, is this uh, exciting to you? Yeah, I definitely. I think, uh, you know, like I said, uh, when I... I had like a little space in my life and I felt like something was missing at times. Like it was Star Wars and I feel like it really re you know ignited my love for video games because you know uh, I have a younger brother uh, a singular younger brother two years younger than me and he's big on you know your your regular GTA modern warfare whatever it is blah 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 and I I used to you know play video games with him as a kid the the Simpsons games whatever it was um uh, maybe even a Star Wars game. I'm not too sure now, but yeah. So when I really got into Star Wars, um, I decided to get Battlefront. And my God, we were in lockdown, but I leveled up Luke Skywalker so quickly. My mother was worried. Honestly, <laughs> my thumbs, lightsabers. <laughs> my thumbs were on fire. <laughs> Fire when you're your mom you might, you might that's when you need to take the foot off the gas honestly don't worry my, your mother my uh, dark side aggression is through the roof yes. <laughs> literally honestly amazing oh my God. amazing yeah, awesome. yeah. Uh, well that's all i think that we have uh to talk about and also that we have time to talk about because it's super late for you so super ooh. late oh my god Pina, Pina, thank you thank so you. much yeah thank get, you so get, much Get Thank your you guys. Butt, get your butt to bed. That's that's, yes. the, order of the, that's the order of the senior Jedi here. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> wow, I love that. Uh, well, before you do take off uh, again, tell people where they can find you on the internet and what you got coming up. Well, firstly, before I do that, I just want to thank you guys for having me. It has been such a pleasure, such an honor. Uh, just Doubly lovely so. people so. all around. Just you know, this hour went by so quick. So yeah, just. Great hospitality, you know, and definitely got to visit Pennsylvania now. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, uh, get your get, get to kill some Englands. I gotcha. I'll yeah. uh, I'll, I'll I'll shoot you a link. We'll see if definitely, you ship <laughs> definitely. But yeah, you can you can find me on Twitter at Ray Skygoat. 
um, and also on the Race Guy film on YouTube. I'm also Race Guy Girl, and I also have a separate YouTube for my Discord, uh, which is called Peanuts High Council, which is actually on a hiatus right now, but we will look to start things up very soon again because we did used to do podcasts. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok. You know, if you like. If you like those edits on Twitter, you can also find them on TikTok at RaceGuyGo. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I'm always floating around. And please, if you can, come to our Star Wars Saga rewatch. It's like a big home theatre with every single Star Wars fan. So, yeah, thank you again. Oh, thanks so much. Awesome. Uh, Charlie, uh, you can find me at the underscore Canardian on uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, I think TikTok there, even though I, I don't do videos on TikTok very often. Uh, where can you find you? I am, uh, of course, over on the Secret Friends Unite group. Uh, I also represent the USS Grand Petoskey over on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at the C3CEE3EE. Uh, that's where I'm at, where I'm sharing fun content. So, yeah, come check me out and come check out SFI if you're a trekker because we'd love to have you. All right. With that, I'll say uh, may the force be with you. Rex, play us out. And I'd like to say thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on uh, trucking. Whoops, oops, wrong show. Trucking. Get that Star Trek (laughs) shit out of here. Rex, come on in with your DJ skills, sir. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.